A new year is upon us, and with it comes a brand new series. The sixth, in fact, as Matt and I are back to bring you more inspirational stories from our awesome online running community. This series is set to be bigger than ever. 14 weeks of amazing guests. But that's not all, is it, Rob? Absolutely not, my friend. The usual nonsense from us and our band of merry misfits returns, whether people like it or not. <laughs> and most importantly, though, in 2022, we're supporting two amazing causes. We're fundraising for Run For Your Mind, as well as our incredible friend Joe, who's recovering from breast cancer. Check out our website for more info on how you can help us support them. And as always, we are looking to grow our Fartlek family, our amazing community of friends. Uh, we have meetups, races, challenges and so much more planned in 2022. If it sounds good and you'd like to be part of the gang, you can find all the info on our social medias, our website or through our dedicated newsletter. Seek us out. You are very, very welcome. Uh, have I missed anything? Uh, no, mate. I think we're ready to get started. Hit the music! That's my line. Yeah, but you've said it for like two series in a row. It's my turn. No, no, come on, you get it, me. So I think it's down to me. It's only fair. Hit the music. For God's sake, Matt. Just hit the music. Are you alone, groupie? And are you enjoy your run? Like to take it easy, you're shooting up like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So way back in November, Rob spoke to Eric Keeler on Season 5, Episode 8 of the What The Fart Like podcast, the owner and founder of Rasselbock. Uh, he spoke about his run across America, setting up Rasselbock, and about the super event that is coming up and has just gone. Uh, he, he described it as a small event. It's going to be a small event, a personal event, six hours, loops. Uh, and he was super excited about that next chapter. So first of all, Eric, congratulations. It's finally become a reality. Uh, a jump from the virtual races into your first in-person event. Mate. How You must be so proud of what you created. Um, I'm over the moon. Absolutely amazing weekend. Um, just definitely looking forward to a little bit of sleep. <laughs> Everyone's everything's calmed down a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's been busy since, since that day, has it? It has been absolute chaos. Good chaos. Um, it has. But, uh, but, yeah, I'm still buzzing. Um, it, um, yeah, no, very, 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 very happy. <laughs> nice one, buddy. Yeah, the, the, the event itself, it, it, I thought, from a, from a runner's perspective, run smooth as anything. Um, do you have any hitches coming up to it or anything that you would do differently or anything like that? Oh, surprisingly not. Um, it, it just all seemed to work, work, work perfectly, <laughs> which is slightly worrying when I look back because... Something always goes wrong, no matter what mm. you do. Um, so, yeah, I'm still waiting for something just to pop up, <laughs> even though the event's over. I think you kind of need that sometimes, don't you? That learning curve, just to, yeah. to, for something to just go wrong, and then you can you can kind of learn from that. Yeah, obviously we had like, little things that, to improve on next time, like making certain things like registration a little bit smoother and uh, putting signs up in a different place, but... In terms of actual organising of the event and major things, all the important stuff worked. Everyone had a great time. Uh, everyone left happy. So that's, uh, that's yeah. essentially the important bits. 
from from my point of view, like like I said, the the the, the registration what, seems to run smoothly. The the getting your race numbers, all that went 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 swimmingly. Um, so th- this event has been so different to what I've been used to as well. Uh, been used to doing the road races and having to finish a set distance or yeah. sign up to run a 10k or a 5k or whatever the distance. This this one was different. It it, it was super relaxed as as you mentioned on the, on the show uh, with Rob uh, back in November. Uh, it, it, it had more of a community feel. I I, I feel to this to this mm. one. I mean, you had us us there. You had Runspire. I think you had we are fearless amongst a few yeah. others. It, it, it kind of felt like a central hub for 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 these groups to come together, and I think that worked well. Yeah, that was uh, one of the big things. Like when I first wanted to put on events, probably about four or five years ago when I first had the idea, it was always wanting to be you know small events. People can get to know each other if they don't know each other already. Then you know, everyone's kind of friendly and relaxed enough to to make friends with, and just make it just a fun, relaxed, happy event where people, even if they just do one lap, they can go away feeling like they've accomplished something. They've met with a lot of good people, and yeah, it was pretty much exactly how I pictured it. Um, just a nice little community of people, whether you knew people or not. It was. Uh, Everyone was just happy with each other. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Like, like, and from, from Runner's perspective, seeing the familiar faces on them little squares, the camaraderie, yeah. the great, uh, even even the people that did want to do only one lap. I think the the, the community of everybody getting involved and saying, "Come on, you can do another," and that yeah. pushed people on and spurred people on. And some people uh, did some amazing, amazing mileage. Yeah, there was. Um, I've lost count of the number of people actually got personal bests. Yeah. Um, whether it's either overall or on trails, or there's a few people who were doing uh, like with the Vibram, um, like five finger tone. Yes. Uh, and they were like, oh, the furthest I've ever done is uh, like 8K in these before, and I've just done half marathon. And you're like, that's not just like a small improvement. Like, everyone's like absolutely smashing all their targets. And I'm <laughs> just stood there like, you, you'd run 10K like three months ago, and that was your highest, and now you're just going to pretty much cracked a marathon. Yes. And I, I just put that down to everyone just being so friendly and encouraging and kind of all in it together kind of uh, attitude. Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. Um, so from, from your, as a run director's point of view then, what, what was the best thing about the day? Was it that camaraderie? Was was it all that seeing people cross the line and, and achieving them goals? Oh, 100%, yeah. Like obviously we had the, the whole buzz of everyone getting there and setting off. Um, but it was really like the last probably two hours when, you know, people really were like really having to dig in. Um, and then just seeing them at the end of every lap and just be like, come on, one more lap and then you've hit your, hit your goal. Um, yeah. And then right down to the last, you know, the six hour mark. Obviously you came in like five hours, 53 or something. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. That last like 10, 15 minutes where everyone just kind of descended on the finishing area. Yeah. cheering everyone that was finishing um that that was that was very special it really was yeah it was good to see and it was good to be a part of as well um i know i said i spoke to you before because i was going to get audio audio yeah. from you uh throughout the run but obviously <laughs> things it change you 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 were happened. busy i was busy and it just never <laughs> happened <laughs> yeah so. well we'll make it a bit more smoother next time <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll, next time Rob could probably come along and give us a hand as well. <laughs> it, was, yeah, it, was, I, it was good. It was good to miss it, to be honest. Yeah, no, it was, it was a shame that you know it's 
it's what happens now, unfortunately. Next time. And speaking of next time, I think you've got another similar concept coming up, haven't you? Yes, we've got one in, I can never really say the name. <laughs> I call it Home Peripont, but it's uh, Home Pierrepont. Pierre uh, yeah. yeah, so something along those lines. Uh, down in Nottingham, a big water sports centre. Um, mm. We've got a similar thing down there. And also on Thursday, I think, uh, so probably the day this comes out, uh, mm. we're releasing the next three events nice so, uh, yeah we'll be going back to Sherwood Pines uh, for oh. the spring and the summer ooh exciting uh, and then one more mystery uh, location that is brand new that people can get excited for oh nice I can't wait to hear where, where, where all that is and, and also for the spring uh, one at, uh, in, in Sherwood Pines that was a, an amazing day um, I, I loved it and, uh, and so did our Fart Lake family Eric thank you very much for joining us Thank you very much for having me. And on the back of that sterling introduction, welcome to Series 6, Episode 3 of the What the Fart Like podcast. My name is Rob. And I am Matt. And a fine job you did, Matthew Taylor, oh, chatting to you. Eric. Yeah, it was a good, different being on that side of the microphone, mate. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Great stuff. Mm. Uh, uh, he seems rightfully quite happy with his um, weekend. Uh, events at Rasselbach. Uh, it was a good one, wasn't it? It was. It was fantastic. I think. I think we, we summed it up in that chat. It was just an amazing community event that everybody enjoyed. Everybody was there. Uh, loved it. There was runs by a crew. It was. Uh, we are fearless. All that. All that type of type of gangs there. Um, yeah, just super amazing <laughs> event. Super amazing day. I couldn't have asked for uh, for a better better group of people to be there. To be honest with you, I'm 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 good that you wasn't there though. To be honest, uh, I'm good I wasn't shame. there. Although you were clearly having an awful lot of fun because you, uh, you you didn't you didn't do the one thing I asked you to do while you were there, did you? Yeah, yeah. You give me give me some homework, didn't you? I had some homework to do to get some some audio from Eric during the race and audio mm. from people during the race. And you know what? I, where you get knuckled down and you start doing these laps and uh, obviously Eric was busy doing what he was doing and uh, I was busy trying to do what I was doing, remembering to breathe and remembering to put one <laughs> Remembering <foot in> to <laughs> breathe. Yeah, always, always a positive one, <laughs> So, yeah, it's... Uh, I, I didn't get around to recording the audio, but uh, there's something special at the end, so keep your, your ears pricked for that later on. Well, why don't you tell us what's on the show today overall then, Matt? Because we've got an absolutely stacked one. We're going to have to get into it nice and quickly, aren't we? It is, mate. Yeah, so uh, we're going to gonna get straight in the chat with uh, Bema for Park Run and the Park Run Cup. Uh, we've got an amazing chat with Emma Joy. Uh, Statman John and Jack is coming to answer some of your questions. We've got the roll call, thank yous, and then the awesome feature at the end with the Fartlet family explaining how they enjoyed the Rasselbot run and the amazing events that unfolded there. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And, and, and a glowing endorsement, I think, for Rasselbock and the great work that Eric's doing and the mm. fact that there's more events coming up. So it's an absolute, you know, not that we're plugging, not that we're sponsored to do this or not that we've got any financial interest in Rasselbock or, or Eric or motivation to do so other than the fact that we like him, he's a good guy and equally puts on great events and it's a great way to yeah. support an upstart running company you know it went it so well they've got uh events coming up in march and in april um well worth getting involved in and you can yeah. listen to our, our, our family at the end telling you just why you should be doing so yeah it's just it's just, it's just the concept of it all the, the fact that there's there's no 
real race involved. It's just go out, do as many laps as you want, super relaxed, super enjoyable, come back to the, the, the event hub and, and grab the bite to eat, grab a coffee, run with other runners, like-minded people, all the people that you see on these Insta squares. It's, like I say, it's just a great community feel and uh, a, a centralised point for people to meet up and, and do the runs. Yeah, agreed. 100% agree, mate. I think it's mm. great. And, you know, there's a place in the world for the heart running as fast as you can. Flat 10Ks, there's a place in the world mm. for the, um, uh, you know, for the timed races and the, the marathon goals that you want to achieve and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But there is also clearly a place in the world for just meeting up with friends in a really lovely location that Sherwood Pines was. And uh, and just just having a plot around, having a summit to eat, and chatting to people yeah. and making new pals. I thought I think it was great, and 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 fair play to everybody who went and threw themselves into it, stepped out the comfort zones. Dead dead proud of you. Loads of FOMO. Wish I was there. Gutted. Climbing up the bloody walls, isolated. Next time, man. <laughs> but yeah, next time uh, we're gonna have a great one. Eric, Eric says next time you 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 I need to catch up my ultra. So uh, yeah, you've got 60 miles to do, pal. You see, I'm not easily influenced like you so <laughs> i just won't do it whereas like if it was the other way around you'd be like oh god no yeah i'll start now <laughs> uh, yeah, no, absolutely not absolutely not um so we've, we've got loads to talk about anything else on your mind at the moment matthew anything else popping into your head this week or are we gonna get straight with the better Emma? No, I think that's it mate. Just, just just the fact that we all had an awesome time at rasselbach mate that's, that's about it Absolutely. Okie dokie. Well, should we go and see uh, what Ben and Emma got up to at Parkrun this week and find a bit more about the old Parkrun Cup, which is going really well. Right, I've got a feeling this is going to be a stacked one, guys, so let's get straight into it. Ben and Emma, are you there? We're here. Reporting in. Hello, hello. How are we? Yeah, really good, thank you. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Good. Recovered Recovered from Rasselbock yet? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Did what I needed to do on the day and uh, feeling good. Yeah, legs are fresh. Lovely, Lovely. excellent, excellent stuff. Uh, good, I couldn't be there. Um, we've got loads to go through today, haven't we? We're going to talk all about Park Run Cup, maybe even a little bit of Rasselbot chatter. And uh, more importantly, though, to start with, you went somewhere brand new this weekend we, at Park Run. Why don't you tell us where you went and more importantly, who you saw? Well, I want to, it wasn't brand new. I think it was event number 17 or 18. Um, but we, as we said we would, we travelled down south this week. Now, the fear was there with the ice that it might be cancelled, but we persisted anyway, and we we headed on down. Me driving, my my co-pilot next to me, constantly refreshing Facebook, checking, checking, <laughs> see if it was cancelled or not. She was good. She turned around and she go, oh, this one's cancelled, that one's cancelled, and I'm driving thinking. It's going to get cancelled. It's next to a lake. It's going to get cancelled. Um, but thankfully, Watermead Country Park, which is where we went, was not cancelled. And why were we going to Watermead? We were going to Watermead because we were off to meet Joe, our very own Joe. Yes, and, Finn. Uh, and uh, Simon Grace, Mr. Run Fat Boy Run 2017. Excellent. So, Excellent. Yeah. Are, are, they, are they well? We've missed them. Yeah, yeah, they are. Jo's looking great. She's doing really well. It was great to see her. Yeah, she was in good spirits. A little bit chilly because she was stood about in the cold. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she was there. She was uh, her usual kind of happy self. And uh, yeah, we had a great time. And uh, it's good to see her. Give her a big hug and uh, wish her well ahead of 
bout number four, is it, of three, key, three. three of chemo this no, week? No, no, so number three happening as mm -hmm. we speak. So yeah, She's smashing it. Well, tell me about Watermead then. How, how, how was it? What? Tell me about the course. What was it like? Um. So it, I don't know if anybody saw this week. There was the list of the fastest park runs from the mm -hmm. fastest to the slowest. I think Watermead was number four. Number four oh. on the power list. Yeah. Um. So yeah, round a lake, uh, like a small loop, and then two big loops. Two two separate lakes. Yeah, you do one. Uh, one lap round one lake and then two laps around the other lake. Mm -hmm. Potential to be super fast if you weren't constantly travelling backwards on the ice. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, we turned up and we're thinking, right, it's not off, so it won't be that icy. Uh, PB attempts, let's go. And we started warming up and on the very first straight, the starting straight, you can just feel your feet slipping underneath you with every step you take. Um, we were stood at the start listening to Run Director giving his briefing and his walkie-talkie buzzed and one of the marshals had made his way out onto the course and uh, decided to buzz in in the middle of the uh, the Run Director briefing. And he's like, I've made, I've made it to my point, it's really icy around here. <laughs> So, Mr. Run so, so everyone could hear. Yes, yeah, literally everybody heard. And Mr. What did he say? He was just like, it's like leave your PB shoes at home. So then we all looked at each other thinking, but it's part run cup. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. does he not know? No, no, he clearly didn't know. So, so yeah, we, we well, I, I gave it a good bash. Sam and gave it a good bash. Emma gave it a good bash. But it was fine in places, but. Every single bend you went round was just an ice rink, absolute. I mean, it got it got to the point there was one turn that you had to take, where I just kind of walked around it. Um, there were a few, in fact, there are a few turns where you just kind of had to really stop yourself and just kind of stutter around it and then pick up speed again. So, but on a dry day, that'd be a rapid course. That'd be super fast. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, water me. Just whereabouts in the country? Are we in sort of Leicestershire way? Is Leicester. that is that yeah. where it is? Yeah, Leicester. Yeah. Down the M1, and you you come off around about I think it was about junction 22, and it was oh, maybe 10, 15 right. minutes off that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, really good, really nice, really nice place, really scenic, picturesque. It looked really nice in the frost, but it just wasn't very nice for running very fast on. No. Um, but that being said. Um, Mr. Simon Grace himself, he's on a comeback because he's been off running for a bit, but he's slowly building back up and he ran a nice hard one and he managed to get a nine second park run PB. Oh, excellent. excellent. Park run PB, so credit to him. He ran really, really well. Um, how did yours go, Em? It was about a minute off of mine, but I haven't got anywhere near mine since I ran it. So I was really happy to say it's quite sick. And, and you've only got to beat Matt, haven't you? And he's yeah. useless. So. That, 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 just a minute over there, but I think I'm about three minutes over oh, mine. Matt, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even know you were here. I didn't no, want no, to no. butt in. You were having such a nice chat. Mm, thanks, mate. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know. Didn't even notice the other guy at first, but hey, yeah. hey, up, hey. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Hello. Hello. to me. Um, so, I actually did better than I thought I would, uh, and I ran four seconds off my part run PB. Oh, 
Wow. Which wow. Quite so you're, you're ambitious, isn't it, your part of BB? Well, yeah, just a bit. To say two weeks earlier, I'd, we'd gone to Scunthorpe and I tried running it hard and I was like 1 minute 45 off my PB and I felt like death. Um, <laughs> I, I ran four seconds off it this week and felt great. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, I mean, you did slide round it more than run round it, but still, yeah, even more yeah. impressive. I mean, that probably brings us on quite nicely then to Park Run Cup. So, obviously, for anyone who doesn't know, how can you not know? This is our head-to-head handicapped fart like 5K. Uh, tournament that the first round is currently undergoing throughout the month of January. You guys had a little bit of an update on that, didn't you? About not just a couple of people who've in the first few weeks really, really nailed it and had a jolly good go. Yeah, um, we've had a few PBs this week. Um, I don't know where to start. So we've got Kirsty um, after a, po- a foot fracture. So mm-hmm. she beat her post COVID PB. Um, she got 29.03. That was great. Um, took a big chunk off there. Um, Simon Minty, another one taking a big chunk off. 52nd PB at Salisbury Park run this weekend. He's had a great weekend as Simon, hasn't he? Really has. Really has. Um, busy birdie, um, Karen. She uh, knocked 20 seconds off of hers. Um, at first, there was a problem with the results. So there was a bit of a panic because um, they got her in the wrong position. Apparently, some woman ran two laps cross the finish line and then round the, another lap and cross the finish line again <laughs> Last you did. but they managed to sort it out so that's all right sorted good yeah yeah um b harris i mean b harris she's run a mega pb one minute 45 oh, down at wow. clacton this weekend that's a huge chunk that uh that puts our mr fat lad from what else paul lock in jeopardy it does. Mm. It does. It's great to see, though, isn't it? It's lovely seeing all the people who just really push themselves and get those times apart. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And then we've got Sean Baxter. He ran 19.24, which is rapid, right. at, which is one yeah. that I do That is fast. That is a fast course. Yeah. Oh, I, I tell you what, we've got we've got a great story from Parkrun on Saturday. So we've got changed and we've. Uh, We've driven down to meet Joe and Simon at the local pub to have brunch with, which, by the way, we stopped and had brunch with them afterwards, which was lovely. Mm-hmm. Four pounds. Uh, oh, what was there's the like, pub there's called? A, there's a pub as you drive into the car park, so you can't miss it. Mm. Um, the breakfasts are just ridiculously cheap. Oh, it was like four pounds twenty nine for a massive full English breakfast. Oh, where were we again? We were going. But you weren't you weren't interested when we were talking about actually running. <laughs> mention 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 a sausage and some beans, and you're talking <laughs> your language, aren't we? Can I mention something about a sausage? They do a they do one of their specials. <laughs> no, no. Um, one of their specials is a one meter Cumberland sausage in wow. a massive uh, bread bun. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest, that'd just intimidate Matt. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But it's it's like one of their challenge things. They do other things like big massive breakfast burritos as well. And uh, yeah, I mean some of the stuff on the menu was amazing. So if you go down to Watermead, use the I can't remember what it was called, but it's it's if you search on their Facebook page or their uh, official Parkrun page, it tells you the pub name. Yeah. Uh, but use that. But anyway, so we so we've got changed and we're driven down to meet them too. I get a phone call from uh, our very own. Marco Del Wazio. Who's currently in Kenya. He's in, in Kenya. Kenya. Yeah, yeah. He's been messaging wow. me all afternoon this afternoon, telling me about it. 
Um, so he, he's, uh, I'm not going to lie, There's there's been two people since we started this tournament that have been on it. They have been focused and they, they want to they wanna do well, shall we say. Uh, Marco being one of them. So he, he, he knew he only had two weeks in this month to try and compete. He's just come back from COVID, bless him. So it's always going to be a challenge. So he's gone off to his fastest local park run, which was Chipping Sodbury. Um, where he's run quite a few good times there before. So he's gone out like the clappers and he's he's rung us to tell us that he didn't get a PB. He was 24 seconds off. But the reason being, <laughs> reason being is because there was nowhere to go for a poo beforehand. Plenty. He said he, he almost had a full wildy park run wildy story. But uh, yeah, he managed to hang on to it, shall we say? Um, and uh, he, he told us with great delight as well, which was uh, could not some, wait to bring us to tell us about it. Something to be proud of, isn't it? <laughs> and the uh, the one other person who had a good story on Saturday, well, well, it almost all went wrong. Is uh, um, Andy Bradley, who is obsessed with the competition, oh, is okay. in it to win. Yeah. So he. To, I think he went to Witness and it was cancelled. But it was, was quarter yeah, it was. to nine. And he's like, I have to get to a park run. So he's scrolling through Facebook, saw that Knowlesley was on, uh, drove there, nowhere to park. So he had to park further away, ran to the start, saw they'd already started, uh, ran after the tailwalker. And one of volunteers were like, From your coat, Andy, from your coat, just run. <laughs> <laughs> So he ran it, and obviously he's run it as hard as he can. Um, so the time he's recorded on his watch would have been a five-second PB on that course. Yeah. But obviously um, his part time is not because it had already started. It was like a couple of minutes late. Oh, yeah. So it shows he's got it's got a PB in him, but yeah. Which which gives me a nice segue to something else that I received from let's say an anonymous Parkrun Cup entrant this okay. weekend. Yeah. Um, now, said person messaged me to give me a bit of honesty regarding the time that they had submitted. Now, the time that they submitted was, as we rightly asked, a park run PB time. Although I think some people missed the whole 5K time post COVID. Um, so some people don't always go hard at park run, but they might have gone hard over a 5K some other time. So this person's messaged in to say, listen, I need to be honest with you here. I've run a 30 second 5K PB or a one and a quarter minute park run PB from the time that I submitted to you. Uh, he goes, I'd like to adjust my submitted time to the 5K that I ran that wasn't a park run because I think it's only fair to the, his to their opponent that it's not as big a chunk that they've just taken off at park run mm. so this person has has fessed up and said listen i i, I kind of thought i might be quicker than my park run time but i submitted what i thought you were asking for not knowing that you were also asking for 5k time say for instance jack penfold as well he's committed he's submitted a 5k time not a park run time and his 5k times quicker than his park run time so he's so this person's been very fair and very honest and what it'll do is it'll allow his opponent now not to be thinking i need to take off one minute 20 off my pb i only need to try and take 30 seconds off my pb so i think that was very honest of this person um 
and yeah, I just it, want to give him a pat on the yeah, back. So a big, thank you. a big, a big pat, pat on the back to you, anonymous stranger. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think it's a good point because it's probably a learn on our part that we could have been a little bit clearer about it. Yeah. Um, if, if you have submitted your partner in time and that's the time you want to use, that's absolutely fine. We're not saying that, you know, you should feel bad about doing it. But if you have gone a little bit quicker on a 5K time trial post-COVID since then and you do want to ping Ben a quick message and just say, look, actually, you know, I was always going to go quicker because I just haven't gone hard at a park run, um, then then please, please do just to, just to keep it fair and fun for everybody. But... There's no judgment. There's no follow-up. We'll just take whatever yeah. times you guys give us, but um, it, it'll ju- it might just make it a little bit closer and a little bit more fun in this first round for everybody. So yeah, ben, Ben's DMs are open all the way to the end of January for anybody who might be finding themselves in, in a similar situation. Yeah, definitely. Well said. Well put. Uh, excellent. So what wonderful update. It's going from strength to strength. Um, absolutely brilliant week again and a great update from you two um, before we let you guys go and move on to the next segment uh, anything you want to say about Rasselbock this weekend that seems to be the theme we're talking about Rasselbock all the way through we've had Eric on already we've got some more people talking a bit later how did you guys find it oh it was just such an amazing day um, just so great to meet everybody like I'm sure everybody's said the same but you see all these faces on Instagram and you chat and you comment on each of his posts and just to finally be able to meet everybody was just absolutely lovely. Everybody was brilliant. Yeah. Um, the support for each other was just outstanding, really. Couldn't couldn't say it better myself. Yeah, there was so many old faces and so many new faces that we met and everyone was just clumping together and chatting and getting on like they'd known each other for years and years, despite them only meeting for the first time and just yeah like you say the support around the course everybody's cheering everybody on and just being able to do the laps and coming past people and see people and just say hello and some people ran laps with multiple different people and th- and that really shows what this this whole group and podcast and family is all about it's it's a community and everybody can be involved if they want to be involved and and they are getting involved and it, it makes it such a happy place and six hours felt like maybe 60 minutes mm-hmm. um because it was such a good time and we and we we had a yeah it was great time. eric put on an amazing event perfect weather beautiful location um loads of food the food was amazing just going up snacks um and yeah i mean you've got absolute legends going around running miles and miles and it was great to see i mean neil marshall jp um and dan they they did so amazing they, they really did <laughs> yeah I, I saw those three those three out together it was yeah. awe inspiring wasn't it yeah are you all right mate have you got covid has <laughs> the other guy got covid again hey other guy what, what's the matter you got a bit of a tickle i, I think barry chuckle did uh, did the same lap <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did very well as well, Matthew. Well done. <laughs> I, I, I want to say thanks to Matt because uh, he rewarded me and Emma for our oh, efforts yeah. with uh, a massive tube and a half of Jaffa cake. So uh, oh, thanks so much for that, Matthew. You're that was a much, much <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, great update, guys. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Uh, looking forward to your update next week on Parkrun because uh, I'm going to be there with you. And so is Matt for once. You're actually mm. getting to a Parkrun, aren't you, Matthew? Game FaceTime. 
Matt, <laughs> if he survive Friday night. If he survives, yeah. 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 He's, running, Matt, he's running me on Friday night, so uh, I oh, can't yeah. guarantee that I won't be breaking any legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pushing him Come in on, the Emma. Car. Come on, uh, Emma. Yeah. For, anyone, for anyone who doesn't know, Matt versus Emma is a first-round part run cup draw. And they are taking each other on this weekend. So we're going out and making a day of it. Uh, it's going to be awesome. We'll take some pictures. We'll do some videos. We'll share it on the socials for you. But with that being said, let's park the Park Run Cup. See what I did there for now. Okay. Um, but Ben, Emma, and to a lesser extent, Tiny Dancer, how would you like to get over to the main event and uh, have a chat with this week's guest, Miss Lipstick and Trainers herself? Let's go and find out all about Emma Joy. What do you reckon? Ready. Ready for this one. Yeah, let's do it. Right then, you lot, Series 6 rolls on and it's time for some more awesome chats with awesome pals. And today I'm talking to an absolute stalwart of the running community and an experienced marathon runner, a Brooks Run Happy team member, run-through team member, a blogger, halfway to bagging six-star finisher and so much more. I have got absolutely no idea how we're going to cram all of this into 30 minutes, but we're going to try our best. Now, you might know her as Lipstick and Trainers, but today, for the purpose of this show, I'm going to be calling her M. Joy. Emma, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. It's a, such a pleasure to be here chatting to you after speaking to you and knowing you for so long. <laughs> yeah, I know. Finally get some time to sit down and, and have more than just a couple of lines of encouraging text to each other. It's certainly yeah. really exciting. And I'm really excited to hear all about your story. You've done so much and you're such a big part of this running community. And I think people are going to enjoy it as well. Um, uh, let's get straight into it, shall we? Um, we? Like I said, we're going to be short of time, if anything, on this one. So um, talk to us about how you first got into running. What was your motivation? What was your reason? for running when did it happen how did you get into it all that good stuff yeah um, I guess like I've, I've always dabbled with sports when I was younger but when I really got into running was in 2013 um, and my cousin was quite unwell with cancer at the age of 28 and I kind of felt a little bit lost I wasn't sure what to do and um, visiting him, him in hospital his best friend had just signed up for a half marathon and I thought you know what, that'd be a really cool idea. Like that, that would be something I could do, but uh, didn't have a lot of positive feedback from family and friends. Um, I was quite a big drinker at the time, you know, in your early 20s, I was a bar manager. Um, so yeah, I was just kind of a bit reckless at the time. And yeah, so everyone, I guess, being really negative about the comment I made about signing up to the Great North Run almost spurred me on to do it even more. So I was like, no, I'm going to show everyone I'm going to do it and I'm going to do well. Um, so, yeah, so I signed up and I did it for Macmillan Cancer Support, which has been a charity that I've been involved with quite a long time. It's also one of the partners of Run Through, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. um, so, yes, yeah, so I signed up to the Great North Run uh, for Macmillan because they helped us a lot, especially with my cousin who was really unwell. Um, unfortunately, he wasn't able to watch me run the race in 2013, but because of that, I guess it's also spurred me on to do more races for him, for Macmillan. And yeah, I guess it, it just kind of went off from there. And I was, it was a great coping mechanism. It was great for my mental health, especially dealing with bereavement and things like that. So yeah, I kind of just got a little bit obsessed really. And then once you start getting better, you just want to do more of it. So you're like, yeah, I can do farther distances. I could go faster. So yeah, you just kind of challenge yourself and you just get proper stuck into it. Yeah, absolutely. You hear it so many times, don't you? Tell me about that first race then. Tell me about Great North Run. How was that experience? Lining up, what was the training like getting into it? Did you train seriously for it? Tell me all about that race day. 
Yeah, so I guess training was a little bit of a roller coaster because I was, I guess, dealing with the bereavement and things like that. There was lots of things going on and I'd never run a half marathon in my life. So I was like, what do I do? Do I just go out and run? Like, what, what do people do when they run a half marathon? So yeah, it was all a little bit crazy, but I guess I put in the miles. I was doing lots and lots of running at the time. And when it got to race day, it was just an incredible experience. And I think that's what everyone gets hooked on. It's that race day experience and you being around all these other runners everyone's there for a reason you know that everyone's got a charity or I guess personal reasons why they they do these events so yeah I guess I got hooked on the actual the feeling of the event and the event day went really well and I guess I didn't really have any time goals in mind but I was kind of like if I finish anywhere two and a half hours that'd be great and I think I did it in like 229 so I literally just cut in just under that time so I was just really pleased with how it went um, I had all my family up there to see me and support me because they knew how important it was for the whole family. So it just, yeah, I guess when I crossed that finish line, I was like, I really want more of that. That was just insane. And the Great North Run, as many people will know, is a fabulous race. It's awesome. Yeah. I, was about, I was about to say, not a bad first race to do either Great North <laughs> yeah, Run. Exactly. And the fact that I was, I was lucky enough to be able to, to, to run it, I was just like, this is insane. And people were handing out sausage rolls along the way. I was like, is this what happens? In races? Is, is, is this every race? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not. But yeah, definitely a good one to kick off with. So, I mean, you've alluded to it there and it kind of speaks volumes to me about that kind of how that race experience has subsequently shaped your running journey. I mean, talking about how much you love the race day, the race day environment, the vibe, um, the camaraderie of it. And then, of course, you're now so heavily involved in probably, probably the, the biggest race company in the UK. Well, <laughs> I, I think we're both biased because we're both involved with Run Through, but let, let's go with yeah, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. Run, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so how does your running journey progress from there? So you've, you've hit that finish line, you've got that medal, you've got the bug, it's flowing through your veins. What happens next? Okay. So yeah, so I guess um, leaving that event saying like, I'm going to sign up and I guess I kind of enjoyed 2014 just kind of to um, get my head around running and just experiencing it in a different way. But I kind of was uh, building myself up to run five half marathons in 2015 and kind of gradually just um, cut down my time by the end of the year. And I was like aiming for that elusive sub two hour half marathon. So I kind of was like, right, five races, get them in across the year and get your time down to that sub two. So I guess that was like my next challenge and um for someone who's never run a half marathon in their life i was like this is actually quite huge so i need to take this seriously and um, so i just joined a few running clubs i you know joined twitter and instagram and everything else and i was like i'm going to share my running journey you know from like beginner runner and um, i want to talk to other people and like hear you know how it goes like what i guess any sort of tips that i can pick up from other people and i guess uh, I, I'm a chatter. I mean, already you probably know I love chatting, but like I just ended up talking to so many people, and I guess that's how I ended up being so involved in the running community because I was just fascinated with running, but I was also fascinated with the people and their journey and kind of how they did it. And you know, there's runners from all walks of life and different paces and different sorts of training and things like that. And I just wanted to just know everything, like from everybody. Um, so obviously, got to 2015 did my five half marathons, got under the two hours, which was incredible. Um, and then again, was hungry for more. So I was like, well, what do I do now? And I'm very goal orientated. I always have been a very much kind of, it's against me, it's no one else, but it's very much like I set a goal and I, I like to achieve that. So 
then of course the marathon idea came into my head and I was like 2016 I'm gonna run London Marathon but didn't get a spot and I was like well what do people do after so I was like reaching out to the community and everyone's like maybe you should sign up to Manchester because you live in Manchester which I was at the time Mm -hmm. so I signed up for that and then yeah and then the marathon experience began in 2016 which was insane the training is so different (laughs) I was was about to say my next question probably (laughs) segues quite nicely from that statement um how, how did you find stepping up from um, from because that half marathon goal is not it's not easy in itself because you are quite an ambitious you know I want to knock down my times and you like you said you were taking it seriously you were getting involved in running clubs I imagine the training will have diversified more from just going out and running in the evening but yeah. still stepping up to marathon is big isn't it so how did you find that transition oh wow I just I remember being like people actually run like 16 miles on their own and they do do this on the daily sort of well, not on the daily but I was like they do this all the time this is insane but um I guess for me I actually found out I really enjoyed the training for the marathon and I've said I still to this day I love the training because it's so varied and I feel like that was where my sweet spot was because you know you didn't just go out and run like you said you go out and you have your tempo sessions then you have your easy runs and your long runs and you've got your cross training days and I really liked that every session was different. And for someone who as well, that's very new to running, um, I liked that organization sort of with my routine. And um, yeah, it was kind of stepping up from the half marathon. I was kind of like, well, at least I know I can run half the way. So that's the first step probably in my head. I was like, well, I can run half of it. So that's okay. We just need to now progress from that. Um, And I guess, yeah, just getting stuck into those running clubs again. And I met a group of runners and I would do long runs together and it was just, yeah, I guess sharing that experience with other people who were training for that distance. And what I found is it is really, really hard mentally, of course, as you may know, like to run a marathon. It's just, it's the mental toughness, I feel like, is the hardest hurdle to, to come across. Because even though it hurts and, you know, it takes time to adapt to that, your body will keep moving, but it's just your mind you have to convince. Yeah. And I think even to this day, I, you know, I'm so interested in how the mental, your, you know, the mental side of it is, it's hard, isn't it? You know, you get to the, the end of a marathon and you're like spent and you don't want to finish the marathon, but you, at the same time, you're like, I've come this far and I'm not going to get this far to only come this far. So I guess it's, it is crazy to, to go through that experience, but I guess only one would know. And, and you know, if you actually go ahead and do it, but the biggest thing for me would to be to say, have people around you that know what they're doing because yeah. I could just ring up and be like, oh, this has happened or like something really ridiculous about maybe fueling or, or injuries or like get blisters and things. It's like, oh, but what underwear do I wear and things like that. And just really crazy stuff that you wouldn't know as a newbie, but might, you know, be really easy to answer as uh, yeah. someone who could run marathons all the time. Someone who's done it and experienced the chafing of having wrong underwear and would never get it wrong again. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, so talk, I really love what you said then as well. I think, I think it is a big step up and there's so many people that tell the story of the mind does go before the body and, and maybe, maybe that's something that when you think about marathon training, as much as all those different sessions that you do, just as important is how are you going to train your mind and your, your brain to, yeah. to, to get you mm-hmm. through that whether it's three hours or whether it's six hours, it's going to take you. It's, it's, it's still, it can be hell at times. Um, so oh, how did Manchester go then? How did Manchester go? 
Oh, so actually, it was a really crazy experience. So um, I was I was doing really well up until about 20 miles, which of course is, I guess, not for everyone, but it's normally where yeah. you will start to kind of, I guess, again, mentally break down, physically break down. Um, and I remember speaking to someone during this time and she was walking, so I stopped to walk with her. And I asked her if she'd done a marathon before and she was like, no, this is my first time. And I said, same here. And we both came to the conclusion that, well, we've run to 20 miles in our training. So now we're kind of almost being really cautious with how we were going to be. And I did feel like I probably, if I just went at a slower pace, I probably would have been okay. But I think I'd freaked myself out and gone, well, I've got 10K from here. And 10K is a long way, like, especially when you've run 20 miles. And I kind of freaked myself out. And again, the mental side of it, I was like, oh, but what if or this and this and I almost scared myself out of the idea of completing this marathon but luckily talking to this other woman I was like oh she's she you know she's in the same boat as me and she's you know continuing this race why can't I and I guess it was just really nice to have that support from this random stranger don't even remember the, her name for the life of me unfortunately but um yeah she gave me a little bit of a boost and then I kind of cracked on went you know continued to run and I did you know cross that finish line and it was super hot it was probably not the best weather for a first marathon but I had all my friends and family at the finish line which is insane I remember just finishing and I just looked so tired but I just took a selfie and I like sent it to my mum and, and my dad and I was like I've actually finished a marathon this is insane so yeah it was just a, a weird experience isn't it because you're like you're so tired but you're just so happy and you just want to jump around even though your leg's like, no, let's not do this. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's no feeling like it at all. Um, mm. I think positively and negatively, I think there's no feeling like the euphoria finishing, but then when those doms kick in, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. uh, equally, equally, <laughs> equally the negative side of it. So but that first experience, difficult or not, clearly didn't put you off. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> you cracked on and you are halfway towards being a six star marathon finisher yes. remind me which three have you have you nailed already uh so i eventually did get a london marathon place so mm -hmm. i did a marathon in 2018 i think but i did berlin sorry in 2017 uh, which was incredible again one of my favorite i think it was my first yeah european uh, event that i did um, and then i did chicago 2019 just before covid hit yeah, yeah. Got, <laughs> so got, got, got in there got in there yeah. um so out of the three all three very different experiences as well i think um yeah. uh, when from talking to um people who've done the six stars in various guises uh, they are three of the quite diverse ones i think uh, yeah. it, 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 does one of them stand out as being a favorite for any particular reason of the three um, I guess Berlin uh, was my favourite. I think one because I was a, I was abroad in like a, a different scenario, so it was always exciting to be away and to do that. But also, I had my dad there who wasn't able to come and see me do Manchester, um, and so we kind of like made it a little bit of a holiday as well as my sister. Um, and yeah, the, uh, it's super flat, isn't it? The super wide roads. Um, and I dropped my time massively. Again, I know I talk about time a lot, but I think for me, I, that's how I kind of judge my performance and kind of mm -hmm. where I've, I've got. And I feel like when I did Manche Manchester Marathon, I finished it in like 4.57 and I got to Berlin the year after, or no, the later in the year, I think that was. Yeah, the year after, sorry. And I dropped my time by to 407 or wow. something like that big, big so I was just like yeah like oh my god like gosh my, this training is just 
like obviously I'd done all the right things and I was like where can I now apply this and I guess either do I run farther do I run faster again and I'm really motivated by that so I, I know time's not be all and end all um, and I've done marathons where it's really not been a thing but I think for me chasing a time is just exciting like I think it's yeah kind of putting yourself under a different sort of pressure but yeah I, I just knew that I'd progressed and we'd finished and I had a pint of Erding and I was like this is amazing the best beer ever yeah. um so yeah it was it just the whole experience I guess it, I, I realized how much I really really liked running and how much more I could do for myself and I, I guess continue to to live that journey and do that in other areas so yeah it was just fab it was just so much fun yeah and running at this point is becoming absolutely all-encompassing for you isn't it because it's, it's yeah. not just about your own running journey um mm -hmm. you, you alluded earlier to um the online running community so twitter to instagram and and the part that's played in your running journey talk to me a little bit more about that because obviously that's led to you know the work you've done with brooks it's led to run through and um, talk, talk to me about about the running community online and how that's played a part in your running journey yeah, so I, I guess because I was doing a lot more events at this point, um, I was enjoying being around other runners. I was at different clubs. I'd started getting invited to certain events and things like that. And um, it just yeah, heavily was involved in my life. Um, and the, the more people you talk to, I guess there's more opportunities, more um, experiences, and then even more people that you can talk to. And I guess I just I got myself stuck in like I love love people and I think I guess that's why now I work for Run Through because I just I love listening to other people's journeys and I I'm obsessed with running so when someone talks to me about running I'm like I like you can you just talk to me more about it and I just yeah I like hearing how people progress and how they you know start from a non-runner and then progress into this runner like regardless of pace or distance or whatever that you you may do I just I love hearing stories of why they wait they do that so um i guess over the years because i was you know doing loads of things and documenting it on my instagram and things like that and making new friends i guess it opened up opportunities with for the likes of brooks and and some other companies that i have worked with along the way and i, I guess for me it, i have spoken a lot about the mental health side of it and the positivity and you know, I'd like to think I'm a fairly positive person and I guess maybe that's why I was able to join the Run Happy team and so thankful for that opportunity. Um, and yeah, and I guess then meeting more people, you know, more runners and being more, you know, in involved within the running community itself, which then, I guess led me on to the likes of, you know, working with Run Through and, you know, they're a great bunch of people and we've all got different goals, different journeys. And, you know, some of us, you know, might run only like, you know shorter distance of you know once every month but we're still you know interested in running in general and i think that's the thing it's like we're so interested in running but also within other people's running and their journey to it so yeah i, I guess it's just kind of just evolved naturally across the years and it's been about seven years i think since i've you know been blogging and writing actually it was seven years only about three days ago oh, wow, so okay. i got my seventh birthday and i didn't even yeah. celebrate 
no, no. Uh, a delayed glass of wine, maybe after this. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and it is interesting that you talk about the the community sense of it because that is the one thing that I've always noticed with run through, particularly, is that it's not just about putting races on; it's about building a community of people, and it's the same faces often that you see coming back. And I've I've certainly noticed that since I've been at the Tap Park events up north. Um, because run through put on so many events, it is easy to make that a regular part of your race calendar, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, and I, I think. The great things about run through, which I've learned as well from other people, not only myself, but um, I started, um, I knew run through because I started doing some of their events as well. And like that was also in the north when I lived in Manchester. But when I talked to other runners, they, um, they might be new runners, but also there's a lot of runners that come to train at our events for other events yeah. as well. So because we had them so frequently, I know that a lot of people use them as time trials or to hit certain distances before they hit their next distance. And so I, th I guess it's because it is so accessible for everybody. And especially in the hubs in like London and Manchester, there's a, an event almost kind of like anywhere within the main cities. Yeah. And um, I, because we are running so frequently, it's, you know, there's lots of different options to kind of look at the calendar and say, this works in my training. I'm going to do this one. Yeah, definitely accessible. Um, I've, I've got a question that will probably be quite relevant specifically okay. to yourself as well, because at the end of the day, we've talked about how running has taken over your life in a lot of ways. It's it, 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 yeah. it, like we said, I said, all encompassing before, and it probably is, you know, it's what you do for a job. It's how you spend your, your own time. It's your own fitness journey. It's everything. Mm -hmm. How did you cope when COVID hit in 2020? Because the, the, the removal of that ability to run and particularly to run socially, that must have been a big adjustment for you. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I feel like when COVID hit, um, I was in my, I guess, own little set. Like, so you've got your, you know, the running community. I was doing my own, like, goals and, and like, working towards those. And when it, I guess I was a little bit in denial when it first happened because I'd just done a race the week before and, and I'd hit a PB. And I was like, yes, I'm on my way to running London Marathon at the time. And um, I I'd just started working for Run Through a lot more. And then it just all went to a halt. And it was a, a little bit scary because I kind of was just like, no, we'll be fine. We'll be back. And just, I guess, like, a little bit in denial, like many other people probably would have been. But for me, like, I just, with how I coped, I just made sure I kind of got out every day. But um, unfortunately, I ended up getting injured because I was just going out and doing the same thing every day because that was the only time we could go out you know to do like I guess your you know your weekly shop or go for some exercise so I just I guess run myself into the ground a little bit which is a bit frightening but um yeah and then that stopped me from running at all for about two or three months so yeah I guess I kind of like I did go into like a little bit of a bad mental place for a short period of time and um might have not been so obvious to people I guess I just didn't want to get burden anybody with that information because I knew a lot of people were dealing with this pandemic, you know, you know, everyone was dealing with it differently, but there was, you know, so many different people with, you know, their own situations. And it's, it's one of those that you, everyone was almost a little bit frightened to say about, you know, how they're feeling and stuff, because it, it was a scary time. Let's, you know, I mean, we're still going through it, but it was, yeah, we lost the social element of it, which for me, I'm very social. So it, it kind of, yeah, like, threw me off a little bit and especially when I was injured and it's just no one likes to be injured do they every runner hates being injured it's awful but let alone when you can't do anything else 
I couldn't go to the pub and chat to my mates about it. Yeah. All the other stuff that you could do. I just had to sit at home and do rehab and it just, yeah, got a little bit monotonous, but it's one of those where like I look back at it now and I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember that. That was really awful. But I mean, I've come, come back again from that. So I guess it's just accepting that, you know, everything comes in waves, you know, there's going to be good times and bad times. And for me, what helps with reaching out to friends and just speaking to them, even though we weren't running together. Um, I set up a little run club actually um, with me and, and a few other Instagram runners. And um, I got an app where we could talk to each other whilst we were running. And I was just like, this could be, I know it's not the same thing, but we're together, we're running, but we're just in different places. Um, so I kind of, yeah, I guess I decided I'm going to like cope by, you know, being proactive and you know I was being online a lot more and talking about stuff um, and then yeah getting other runners out and you know even if we'd go out at the same time but didn't talk we'd just be like okay see you later we're both going out on a 5k run I'll see you on the other side and we'll take a selfie and it just felt like we were trying to keep that community going even though we couldn't so I ended up just finding other reasons to to be social and to be involved within the community which was absolutely fabulous and I've made such great friends out of it, people that I'd never probably spoke to that all that much. And now we're real life friends. It's insane, yeah. but it's yeah. great. And yeah, and I mean, hopefully we're coming out on the other side. So fingers crossed. Yeah. I mean, fingers, it's hard. Fing, but, fing, yeah. Fingers crossed. But yeah, we are hopefully <laughs> moving in the right direction. It's so interesting listening to what you say because it resonates with me absolutely massively. And I think it will with a lot of people. It was, it was tough and it was lonely at times and it was, yeah. um, it was disheartening at times. And it did have a big impact, not just on people's running journeys, but on their wider mental health and their life as well. And, but I absolutely agree with you that online running community was a real breath of fresh air i know it takes its its bit its knock sometimes and rightfully so it can be a dark place but when used for good it's it's so powerful isn't it oh yes definitely and i think that's yeah we need to remember that the there is the good side of it we we can look at in you know find all the, the negative but there's so many positives with the you know social media and the running community it's if you know if you look for it you will find it and you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to, you know, have you know, to chat with anybody. So if anyone does want to chat, like always I'm here, like I know how like hard it can be, especially if you're injured or, or whatever. And, you know, the, the, you know, there was good times, but there could be better times as well. But, you know, we have to go through that journey to appreciate all those other things. So mm. no, totally, I can, I can see that, you know, how it can be difficult, but we, we will get through it. We will get out of it. Absolutely. So talk to me about getting through it then. How, how did you uh, cope with the world opening back up again? Did you throw yourself back into races? Was it more for, I know run through were pretty brave between the two lockdowns in terms of let's get, let's get out and let's get people running again. For you, was it more about getting back to work to facilitate for other people or were you back on your running journey as well once the world opened up? No, so I kind of had gone from being my fittest in March 2020 to then coming out of lockdown, almost kind of starting again. I was I was running and stuff, but so for me it was just a case of yeah, getting back to work and just yeah, kind of getting back to races and I guess just enjoying running for what it was for the core. You know, instead of chasing those times that I'd become so obsessed with, I was just enjoying it for me and for my mental health and just to get back out there. And I was, you know doing social runs you know when we were able to meet one other person and things like that I'd started meeting up with friends like one-on-one -on -one and we'd go for you know socially distanced runs and things so I kind of I got back to that fairly quickly where we could and when we can but I think I I just kind of yeah got stuck into run through because I I was um 
then working for them full time from April. So uh, we, yeah, we had events fairly quickly, which we were so lucky to do. And um, so fortunate to have runners as well coming along and joining us. So I knew there was a lot of other people that were training for events later in the year. And it was just exciting to, I guess, just watch other people like do this, you know, journey. And yeah, I, I just wanted to hear about what everyone else was doing before getting back into it which even now I've, I've kind of just enjoyed it for the last year. So yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. A lot, a lot of people have said that though. It, it's the reshape, isn't it? And, and the refocus it's, I've heard so many, I've done this chat so many times because we started the podcast in lockdown. So everyone that I've spoken to was either going through it or coming out the other end of it. And the amount of times I've heard people say, I was so focused on time. I was so focused on beating the previous race. I was so focused on getting to that next distance. And you know what? I've come out the other side of it. And I just like going for a run with a pal and a chat now. Yeah. I know I saw a bit of it. And it, it, you do have to realize, because you do get obsessed and chasing game. And I mean, it's only normal, isn't it? Especially if you've you know, got goals that you want to achieve. But yeah, a lot of people found the bare basics of running and realizing actually this is a very social thing as well as, you know, chasing races and things like that. It's good to go back to those basics and be like, hey, I remember I started running for my mental health. So actually I need to go back to that and appreciate that. Do you think that maybe when, because <clears throat> we lost everything with running with lockdown, do you think maybe people realize that they missed that more? So they looked at it and said, right, well, I can't, I can't go chasing times at the minute because there's no races mm -hmm. and I can't run with people. But if I could have one of them back, it wouldn't be going out and breaking my neck for a PB. It'd be just going out and <laughs> spending time with people. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the, the joy of like, uh, I guess you might know yourself, but the joy of the training and the, the hard bits was because of the, the clubs or the, I guess, the social aspect of racing, not necessarily racing for a time. It's the meeting the people after and the, you know, shared experiences and talking about those and yeah I guess I've always been a sort of solo runner like pre sort of COVID I kind of enjoyed being on my own even though I got involved with a lot of the running clubs and stuff because it's just a great place to be like for your mental health but yeah I guess it just made me realize like no actually I really really enjoy running with other people like I really don't care about pace I just want to be around good people who know what I'm talking about yeah a great message. Um, but that being said, surely the plans for you in 2022 are not just to run with other people. You must have some goals in mind, maybe? Oh, yes. So, yes, yeah, so I guess the, um, the hunger came back slowly towards the end of this year. And uh, I decided that, you know, I've had nearly two years out from the marathon. And I have two marathons already lined up because they were postponed from 2020 days. So finally coming round to those. And yeah. One of them was a name to get a marathon PB. So I'm back on that in January, well, later on this month. Um, so looking to get a marathon PB. And I've also signed up for my first triathlon, which is wow. super scary. I thought yeah. I'd try something completely new and be a beginner again, which, yeah. um, you know, I'm not very good at swimming, but we can try. We can give it a go. And yeah. yeah. um, so that's another thing I'm ticking off. But I also was training for a 5K PB, which I didn't hit, but it was all fun the same. And I thought, right, didn't make it let's go again so that's also on the list yeah move on plenty of stuff to go out in amongst all the other stuff that you're heavily <laughs> yeah. heavily involved in alongside exactly. maybe you'll get a chance for a couple of hours sleep amongst it as well i know let's hope so <laughs> maybe um before we finish is there anything else is there anything we've missed anything you wanted to sort of mention anyone you wanted to shout out anything you wanted to plug before i let you get back to your back to your evening 
I guess, um, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, like if anybody ever needs any advice or if anyone wants to just talk about stuff, if anyone just wants to have a little moan or even if they just want to have like a little chat with some wine or whatever, go for a social run, like my DMs are always open and, you know, I love meeting new people. So um, come and jump into my DMs, you know, let's have a chat, let's get to know each other. It'd be really fun to... I guess, make new friends, especially if you're running Edinburgh Marathon and London Marathon in 2022, I will be there and it'd be really good to meet a few of you. So um, yeah, kind of a just let's grow the running community even more. So if you are listening and you are racing at any of them, shout out to me, let's go and grab a glass of wine <laughs> and a run. Run's that, always that, good. <laughs> I, I, I love the route with the wine first. That's I know, right. yeah. That, that'd be, that'd be my that? approach yeah. as well. Um, well, with that being said, I'm going to let you get back to it. Hopefully, at some point, we'll cross paths soon, whether it's uh, a yeah, park run. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure we catch up uh, and grab a glass of wine and a run. Yeah. Um, may, maybe not in that order. But, um, uh, uh, but yeah, no, thank you so much for your time. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, lipstick and trainers, if people want to get you um, on Instagram. And your, your blog is, is it lipstickandtrainers.com? Yes, that's correct. Let me freestyle that like I know what I'm talking about. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for your time, Emma. Really, really appreciate it. No, thank you very much. See you later. Hello, lads and ladies. It's MJ here, and it's question time with me and another guy. So why don't you come on, have a sit on my knee, grab an animal, and let's stroke it together. You ask, I'll answer. One time only. For the whole series. Wink emoji face. Hello lads and uh, ladies, Statman John here. Hello Statman John, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, you made me jump lad. Sorry, I know I know we're practising being quiet because, you know, what have we just done? It's, what, everyone, we've just been in the quietest room in the universe and I need to adjust to the levels of sound. It, it was insane. It was literally a proper shh moment. I had to and shh, stand my chance. It was, it was so silent. I could hear my areolas whispering to each other. <laughs> Are you crying, lad? Yeah, it's just, I've got me a bit emotional, Statman John. I, I couldn't hear, I couldn't hear anything from me. I could, no. I couldn't even hear your areolas. They were, they were calling out to yours. Yeah, my cuticles, I could hear them growing. It was mad. Like, look at that little fella, that fella running in straight away. What's he doing? He's cleaning the mess you made. Clean, clean, clean. Bloody hell, he's got a tough job going in there with the mess we made. Wink, that wink. Mess you made, lad. What, oh, uh, what was that? It was thick. It was both of us. It was both of us. We're a team. You you made me do it. Listen, something's running around my body. Endorphins, some may say, but nah, you tickled me in there. Oh, Literally honest, tickled me. Honestly, best day of my life. How long were we in there for, do you reckon? I, uh, I put the time on. It was 59 minutes. Oh, we were close to the hour, weren't we? They did. Uh, they said before we entered, if you last more than five minutes, then you're supernatural. Yeah, that was it. And I thought, you know, I don't want to do an hour. I don't want them rounding it up either. 59 minutes we we're in there. Yeah, we don't want to seem too cocky, do we? Nah, nah yeah. my sound's coming back. It's yours, lad. Yeah, I still feel a little bit weird, though. Uh, and I think I can hear my cuticles growing now. 
Oh, how about your areolas? No, I can't hear them yet. Oh, that's maybe... when you really reach the peak, my lad. Oh, maybe I have to go back in there. I don't know. One day, not yet, not yet. Calm down, lad. Okay. Calm down. Okay, I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave it for now, Sam. Man, but let I me can hold add, you back. I can feel myself. I don't have to talk so quietly anymore. I feel like I'm coming back to my level of loudness. Definitely, my spine is straightening as well. Oh, isn't that's Dirt Monkey has a very straight long spine, doesn't he? He does. Humongous. The ladies maybe, love it. Maybe he spent a lot of time in the quiet room before. I could smell him in there. Could you? I wondered what that was. That might have been him. You're right. That might have that might have led to us making the mess. Maybe it just got us in the fields. True, true. I feel we have gone off course, my lad. I think we got some questions. Sorry, yeah, I'm just too excited. It was a real good bonding session there. I could really feel you in more ways than one. And I could you, my lad. I could mm. you. Good. I'm I'm glad we're, you know, best buds. Let's not push it. Let's no, not push it. No, let's hold not push it, back, it too hold far. Hold it yeah. back. Right, we're, okay. We're just friends, not best friends. Mm, again, hold it back. Right, who's going first? I think I think it's me, isn't it, lad? Yeah, go on, you can ask the first one. I'll be honest, I haven't got the question uh, question ready, so just a bit of music to deter. Right, here we are, lad. So, go on. Uh, this is from, oh, my little wise man, Matty Owls. Oh. He said, when people tell me I have a face like a bag of spanners, what do they mean? Question mark, thinking, emoji face. Oh, what, do you want to go with the first answer, Statman? I'll let you... Uh, Fill in some gaps and then I will. Okay, that's fine. Just give you a bit of time to think in. So I, th- I would say, Matt, it depends what type of bag of spanners they're talking about. You could be a Draper spanner. They're a little bit nicer. Or you could be a Halford's own brand, which means that you're just a pile of shit. So um, maybe just maybe just ask them next time, what type of bag of spanners are you? Are you the lower end or you're the upper end? Either way, I don't think it's a very good thing. But it's always best to ask because you can either be a good piece of shit or a bad piece of shit. So just double check with them next time. I honestly thought that room might make you say less words. But sorry. It no, sorry. It's because I, I, I couldn't speak for the whole time we were in there. I'm just letting it all out. Oh, God, guys, you might want to uh, skip this bit. What do we say about seven minutes? Right. Uh, Matthew, the answer is, my lad, because you are odd. Odd as nails. You are odd as spanners. You're a hard face. And a hard face to forget, my lad, little lad. Mm. I think he's a very good looking man. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't going there, but fine. Uh, You're next, aren't you, lad? Yeah, I'll um, I'll ask the next one. It's from uh, Busy Birdie. Do you remember she asked a question recently, Statman John? Yes, great name. I gave her an answer. Yes. Back for more. Yeah, she's actually come back for a follow up um, answer on that. It was about your fart leg thing that you said. Um, And she said, does the candle have to be lit? She, she's not serious, is she? Yeah, that's that's what she said. She thinks it has to be, you know, like when you light it up with a lighter. Is this woman a woman of danger? Of course you will not have a bare flame near a running person. Mm, that's exactly what I thought, Sam, and just too dangerous. She's, that's got to be a laugh. I think you missed the laughing emoji face there, because, uh, no, no, my love, not lit. Yeah, when, when she sent it, there was no laughing emoji, no winking smiley, so I think it was serious. However, actually, I won't give her the benefit of a doubt. Although it's not lit, I need you to act like it is. Okay. So maybe, so so you would pretend to blow it out? 
Yes, always safety first. And maybe if, if when we do another day trip, if we do a day trip to the fire station, we might just have to bring her along just so she knows fire safety. Mm. Yes, yes. Playing with I'm dangerous concerned. flames like that. I'm we, concerned. Yeah, we like a lot of things naked, but we don't like a naked flame. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah, I'm still undressed right now. I didn't even realise that. Let oh, me, yeah. Uh, pick up this bit of material. There you are. Yeah, that, cover that. That, that cleaner is going to come back out in a minute. He's going to think, what the hell is going on? Um. Shall I go with the I'll go with the next one again, yeah? Oh, let's mix it up. Why not, my lad? It's it's actually a question for myself, Sam and John. Okay. Because I so before race I tend to have pizza because I like the carbohydrates and I like the taste of it. Um, I don't go for like pasta and everything. Anything. Uh, pizza just sits well with me, and it's slow release carbs for the next day for race day. But I was wondering what would be your pre-race meal? What do you think would be best to help people get the most out of themselves? Okay, uh, this isn't what I think. This is what I know. Okay. okay. Yep. What you will need to do is uh, buy a two-litre bottle of water. This can be bought from anywhere, any brand, but two-litre bottle of water, okay? F- Flavoured, sparkling still? Still. Okay. No flavour. The flavour is all in the taste buds. It's already there. Anyway, don't digress. So, this water, you need to drip by drip feed it to a field mouse okay you then need to refill the bottle with rain preferably from a garden belonging to someone called steve once the bottle is full you then drink it you are race ready right what happens if it doesn't rain it will do not okay. panic. It always rains before race. Have faith. Have faith. Everything's in the mind, my lad. So look like a little rain dance or something if it's not coming. If you need to, but it will. It always comes. That's what she said. I might try that one next time soon. Okay, I'll give it a go. Maybe up on the Pendle Way. Um, and did you want to last ask the last one, Statman? Yeah. I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you hit off with a bang. Let me finish. Right. So, uh, this is from at Sam underscore runs underscore Hitchbo. Oh, nice name. Mm, it is. Nice lady. I've met her before a couple of times. Uh, right, her question is, I have looked at my marathon training plan and I won't be able to complete my 16-mile run. Long run. What shall I do? Question mark. Oh, okay. That's like a big, a big one. Um, I would say if I can't complete it or if people ask me, I would say try and move it around. Uh for example, your long run maybe on the Sunday. You don't want to move it to the Monday because then you do speed session on Tuesday. So you just compromise yourself. But if you know you're busy at the weekend, possibly do your long run on the Friday or a Saturday morning. But if there's definitely no way you can do it, don't worry too much. Look ahead in your plan. If the week before is 14, maybe just do a 15 on that week. And then the week after, maybe a 17 or an 18. It's not too big a jump. Slow your pace down when you go up to that 18 because then it's not going to feel too tough obviously you would miss that 16 training run but you'll find a way to get for it talk to your coach uh, rejig your plan he, they may even say the following week rather than stepping up again to an 18 miler you'll just do another 16 miler um, and then work around through that but there's there will always be ways it's not worth stressing over and it's not worth squeezing it in because it may compromise another session but that's what i would say statman john once again, my lad, we disagree. I have a different uh, different way, different approach. And that's how businesses work, Sam, and we need these two really good ideas, don't we? Exactly. 
uh, not ideas, mine are facts, mine work. Yours are oh, ideas. Yes. So, yes. Sam, lovely. Come and sit here. Um, what I would say is 16 moles. So I need you to pull out 16 hairs from anywhere on the body. They're in your hand. You're going to mix them up. And then I need you to place them back in the wrong hair follicle. Okay. So you'll put them back in your skin, but in the wrong place. 16. If you miss a 20-mile run, you're going to do it with 20 hairs. If you miss a 2-mile run, you're going to do it with 2. You will be fine. Oh, I like that. But I've just got a quick follow-up question on that, if that's the right, Statman. Of course you have. Go on. So, so two of my good friends, uh, Byron and Neil, who I think both listen, they don't have any hair. What would they do? That's fine. And from the chin down, I also am hairless. So, you will... Pretend you'll get tweezers and you'll do the enactment. Oh, but okay. you have to be hairless. If there is a hair on your body, that will need to be pulled out. Okay? okay. Yeah. If you don't put them in the wrong place and one goes back where it came from, it will ruin everything. Okay. All right. I'll make sure I let them know just so. Does that help your friends? Yes, I think so. I know that they're just a bit, they're just a bit challenged. They can't grow it anymore. So, yeah, I'll let them know. That's okay. That's okay, lads. Cool. I think that was any, everything, Statman. That is, that's it. Do, do we know where we're off to next week? It's going to be a surprise. It's my turn to take take you out, but it's going to be a surprise. And I think after this week, I think we've really bonded. So I'm going to treat you to a nice one next week, Statman John. You know what, lad? That was good fun. I'll give you that. I had mm. fun and I uh, had a giggle. Yeah, but you, but you didn't have a giggle in the quiet room, remember? Because it's no, well, quiet John, in there. No, of course not. No, we not, would not uh, do that. No. No. Not dangerous. Now listen, kids, ladies, men, and everyone else that listens. I uh, I was about to say Papa John here, but there's only one Papa. Satman John here. I need your questions, thick and fast. Wink emoji face. Send them in. Mm. Yep, send them in the podcast page. Statman John has his own Instagram. Pop him a follow and send it to him. Don't send it to my Instagram because I'll most likely respond and I'll get in trouble when I sat man. Listen, Jack, that was the perfect ending. We could have cut there. Yes, We sorry. were bonding, so let's not uh, fall out, okay? No, let's not ruin it. We're good friends and next week we're going to have a fantastic time, aren't we? You cheeky lad. Brilliant. Right, you, you hang up first. Go on, you go first. No, no, you hang up. No, you hang up. No. no, no, no. Why are we hanging up? We're face to face. We just came out of the quiet room. Cut it off. True. Oh, I'll see you later, step man. Do it. So coming out of the back of Statman John and Jack, which Ooh. frankly is a place that Ooh. nobody nobody <laughs> wants to be. Hit me with a roll call, Matthew. All right, partner. You know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. What? Uh, what? It's gonna be a it's gonna be a themed roll call this week, isn't it? I believe because yes. we put the we put the bat signal out. Asking people to tell us who they're proud of this week, who's achieved, and there is a very Rasselbocky theme uh, going on. So um, I'm going to launch straight into it. I'm going to go from the bottom to the top, Matt. Uh, so Paul Griffiths, uh, he's he, he sent about forty-five thousand. Um, so I'll work through them. So he wants to shout out Mr. Paul Locke. Uh, for smashing a, a half marathon, his first half marathon, I believe. At Rasselbock, he's doing amazing with his running. So well done to you, Paul. Can, can I can I just add he, he was very hungover as well. Was Paul? Oh yeah, he was. He was <laughs> I, I, I've seen the pictures, mate. He looked, he looked awful. 
<laughs> no offense, Paul, but uh, yes. Paul, I, I knew, I, I, to be, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I knew, I knew he wasn't gonna be in the best state to run on Saturday when on Friday night yeah. he called me from the pub toilet to tell me he missed me. That was when I thought maybe, maybe, maybe Paul Locks had a little bit too much to drink. Oh, um, and maybe he's going to struggle to run this half marathon tomorrow. Um, but he did amazing and he ran it anyway. So well done to you, Paul. Yeah, uh, Paul Paul Griffiths again, like you say, he's sent quite a few in. Alex smashing a marathon at Rasselbach. She didn't plan to do it, but she's done it. And she's, she, she'll be joining us with uh, Pendle uh, in, in two, two and a bit weeks time. Uh, mm-hmm. So well done, Alex. Awesome run. Yep. He also shouted out Jordan Moat for his weekly shout out going strength to strength. His longest distance ever he ran. He ran it pretty quick as well. He's just a machine, isn't he, Armoti? He is, yeah. It's brilliant running. Uh, also, Kyla smashing her, uh, her distance, her longest distance ever. I think it was about 14 miles she covered. Uh, I think that's given her a bit of belief uh, to, to carry on and, and, and push on and, and carry on these run, runs that she, she thinks she can't do sometimes, but she knows she can. We know, yeah, we know she can. Absolutely brilliant performance, Kyla. Well done. And then, of course, the Motley crew, the lads, 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 lads. Mm. Uh, JP, Matt, Neil, and, of course, Dan. Uh, smashing out on Ultra, guys, didn't you? The the, the awesome foursome. We did. We did. Uh, what the fault, like, podcast for creating this. Can I say that? Yeah, let me. <laughs> this awesome community. So, thank you, Paul. We appreciate that, that shout out, mate. Bless you. And, of course, let's not forget you, Paul. Um, uh, it's 20 miles, just a steady 20 miles. He banged mm. out on Sunday morning at Rasselbach. Huge, well done to you. Awesome. Uh, another, another one for for us, us lads doing that from JP shouting out us uh, is himself as well as us. Don't, um, don't give credit to that. He shouted out himself. Oh no, he wasn't right. You're awful. You're awful, right? Read. You can't read. This is your problem. Why? You can't read, can you? Read it again. Read what JP's put. Because you just made brothers. out. You just made out that JP has posted that he wants he wants praise for himself for running an ultra. Okay. What is he actually? What's he actually the, written? What's he actually the, written? He's, he, all right. The band of brothers Dan, Neil, and Matt was a pleasure pleasure to share my first ultra with you. Oh, oh. Oh. Don't don't you feel like a horrible little bastard right now? <laughs> so, sorry, JP. <laughs> sorry, JP. Idiot. Um, Rach Pilling Rach uh, asks, does having huge FOMO count? I can tell you from experience, Rach, it does. And I know that we're not the only two people who felt it. There were a lot of people feeling very jealous that they weren't a part of uh, the Rasselbot run on Sunday. Uh, we'll have to get it next time, Rach, me and you, I reckon, and anyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vicky, Vicky T87, uh, Kyla again for smashing Rasselbach and completing her first half marathon. Brilliant stuff, and well done to Vicky as well. She she smashed it too at the weekend. Yeah, you both did great. And then Wayne's called out something that probably go, should should go without saying, but I think it's important to call out anyway. You want to say thank you to the Rasselbach team, so to Eric and all the all the volunteers and um, and James Dunn doing the photography and Kenny and Scott and all mm. those guys, Jess who did all the marshalling. Uh, huge well done to, uh, to to you guys for putting on such an amazing event. Uh, that's from Wayne, but it is from all of us. It is, yes. Uh, Claire's running journey. She wants to shout out Emily. Emily's running journey. She smashed a half marathon at Rasselbach. Awesome run. Uh, well done, Emily. Yeah, absolutely. David Dimble runs. Uh, great to see him at the event. Uh, big fan of him. 
what a top bloke. Uh, he did five laps, he says, of joy at Rasselbach. Can't tell if it's sarcastic or not. From the massive smile on his face, I assume it wasn't. Loved it the pictures, um, particularly of... Uh, he ran with Karen, didn't he? Um, him and Karen were... were I think, running. yeah, I think, I think he ran with, with a fair few people, did, did David, yes. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant uh, job. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Simon Runner, uh, Simon Minter, awesome. Uh, uh, Rasselbach, 17.5 miles, but just meeting everyone there. Yeah, it was good to meet you, Simon. Awesome stuff. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, Paul Locke, uh, second shout out for him. This one's from him. Just want to shout out everybody did Rasselbach. Yep, yeah, huge well done to all of you. They were amazing. Even me. I don't know about that hungover, McGee. Um, but you did, you, you, you did all right. Um, but also, I wanted to just uh, reiterate what Ben's just reiterated, shouting out Simon, um, mm. uh, Simon Grace for uh, hammering Watermead Park Run, set himself post-COVID PB. That's a non, <laughs> a non Rasselbock one, which I'm very, very pleased uh, to be able to include in this very Rasselbocky segment episode. <laughs> very Rasselbocky episode, frankly. It is, yes. No, no, no. Uh, not gifted. <laughs> not gifted. Hashtag not, not gifted. gifted. Yeah, uh, Derek goes running. Uh, the owl himself, all heart and grit. Uh, this, this is he sent me a, a voice note after the event and said he reminds me of a word of an Icelandic word called uh, what did he say? Sisu, Sisu, I think it said, which means which means grit. Seafood. No, C S U S I. You 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 remind me of seafood. It's Icelandic for grit, anyway. Like a nice, you're, you're like a nice prawn cocktail. <laughs> anyway, Paul Road to London has uh, said <laughs> six, <laughs> six laps for, uh, and twenty miles for him. His furthest distance is last uh, last year's marathon. So well done, Paul. Awesome run. Uh, yeah, brilliant. Uh, oh, all the marshals doing a fab job. Paul shouted those out as well. Uh, brilliant. Mm. Where are we? I'm lost now. There's that many on this. Kathy, Kathy shouted out Wayne. Top bloke shouting him out for calming her nerves. Brilliant job. Yeah, Wayne, you're an absolute superstar. Big part of the community is Wayne. Yeah, she's also shouted out Julie because it's Julie, Julie, Julie. Ah! And getting nine laps in and just for being absolutely amazing. Brilliant, cheering her in at the finish line as well. Uh, and a shout out for Paul Griffiths uh, in return for shouting mm. out everybody else. Kathy <laughs> shouted Paul out. Uh, yeah, not everybody. just for running, but also for the tequila shots. I saw the videos of you all doing the tequila shots on Sunday night. You probably shouldn't be thanking him. <laughs> I'll, I'll knock off a couple of these then that she's also done. She's, she's also shouted out Nick because, well, it's Nick and he's awesome. And we agree. We, we agree with that. Uh, Derek for his running, banter, laughs and post run. Uh, hug. He, he does give the best hugs, doesn't he? Mm, uh, good, hugger. good hugger. He is. Uh, your good lady wife, Donna. Kathy's cheered, uh, called her out as well for being cheer squad near the yeah. end and giving her a massive hug. And also another one for Hungover McGee. Uh, Paul, what gets <laughs> a shout out from Kathy? Uh, we need to shout out Mike Slack. 11 bloody laps, the most laps out of everyone. He's a yeah. machine, isn't he, Mike Slack? <laughs> Vegan runners. Yeah, bus busting out laps for fun. Why not? Uh, Kenny for saving my run by giving me two SIS gels. She, she's a queen of SIS, isn't she? Because uh, Kathy had forgotten hers. Um, I did a lunge with Kenny and all, and, and, and uh, morning coffee run didn't capture it. I was gutted. No. <sighs> Never what mind. I know. Sob. Anyway. Sob. <laughs> Sad face. <laughs> 
Uh, and then last but not least, uh, Linz, this Linz runs uh, Paul and Kyla for the first ever half marathons. Uh, very Russell Bocky themed. Uh, also, but well deserved for a great event for on and just is. a big well done reiterated for us for everything that you guys it achieved is. this weekend whether you're running it or whether you're part of Eric's team uh, absolutely brilliant uh, awesome. I've got one more uh, special one uh, just wanted to give Rob a special shout out that I'm proud of him and especially proud of his hard work in bringing the running community to get together and doing so under COVID restrictions the community is built is incredible and I was just gutted he was unable to be there at the weekend as he was looking after me being ill with COVID. Uh, he should have been there, and I know how missed he was by everyone, and it's a testament to him and how much people respect and like him. He'll never try and take credit for what he's done, but he's amazing, and I'm so proud of everything he has, he has and continues to achieve with the Fartlet family. So that is from your good lady wife, Sammy. It took me a while then to figure out you were talking about me. <laughs> like, like most of us, like, where's the joke coming? Uh, but no. thank you. No, it is it is nothing to do with me. It is absolutely a credit to all of you guys. You are amazing. You're the ones that step out your comfort zones. We grease the wheels a little bit, absolutely. But you're the ones who get out, you talk to each other, you make new pals, and you, and you do incredible things every single day. And I'm proud of all of you. So huge, huge well done from me. But thank you for that. I, I appreciate it. And it a little tear to my eye. Bless you. That's about it, isn't it, Matt? Have we got any uh, any thank yous before we get out of here? Yeah, the usual thank yous. Graham Lindley, Emma, uh, Ben, Statman John, Jack. Uh, thank you to Emma for joining us. Um, obviously, the newsletter crew, Paul, Claire, Nick and Jamie. Um, uh, anything else? I'm trying to think. Everybody at Rasselbock, Eric, thanks for thanks for uh, giving the time to speak to me uh, today to uh, to put this out, um, and just yeah, just just the whole community of the whole the whole Fartlet family. Thank you to everybody um, for making it such an amazing event at the weekend. I absolutely loved it. Just wish I could have stayed for the uh, for the drinks. Afterwards, <laughs> well, you, you, you say that, but do you really wish you could have stayed for the drinks? Because it got a little bit ridiculous by the looks of things. <laughs> but I could, I can do with ridiculous sometimes. Well, you are <laughs> fundamentally ridiculous, aren't you? So mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, do you want to know who we've got on the show next week, Matt? Oh yes, please. Oh well, I'll tell you then, my friend. Uh, Adam Watts is on the show, Mr. Kimo to Iron Man. We're going to find out how he went from cancer to running some incredible uh, times, distances, and just basically being an all-round good egg. He's a top bloke, been through a lot. Um, great story about positivity, overcoming adversity, but doing it with a smile on your face and turning it into something good. He's a really good guy. Really like chatting to him. Uh, and yeah, looking forward to sharing his story. Love it. Love it. Excellent. So, uh, so where can people find us if they want to find out more about us, Matthew? Everywhere on his website, www.whatthefartlet.com, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, TikTok. We need to do another TikTok. We've not done for a while. Um, That's subjective, but continue. Is that it? I think that's it. If you want to find me, I'm at Matty Owls. And I am at Little Runner Boy Rob. So uh, I just want to finish by saying a huge, huge uh, thank you to everybody who went out rocking a What the Fart Like t-shirt this weekend. Um, everybody who was part of the community, who made a big effort to get out there and be a part of, whether it's Rasselbock or the guys. You know, we didn't shout at the guys uh, who, were, who were up in Falkirk, uh, our Scottish contingent. Ah, yes. 
they all did absolutely amazing as well in their race. Um, yeah, just uh, Di Branda and Ange uh, and who else was there? Rick, uh, Dick, Run, Dick, Run. Uh, just loads of the guys. Um, amazing, amazing. Sorry, I'm forgetting people to go. But uh, yeah, just I, I love you all and your boss. And um, yeah, sometimes people say not nice things. But uh, fuck them because they don't matter. You do, and I love you. So I'm gonna we're gonna keep doing it as long as you keep laughing at our stupid stuff. So that's it. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent agree, mate. Hundred percent agree. We we do it for the people that love it, and that's all that matters. And the last thing I'm going to say is, of course, may your runs continue to be wonderful, uh, be excellent to each other. That is as important as ever, uh, particularly in testing and difficult times. Um, be kind or piss off. Uh, but I'm not going to sign us off and say peace out because you're going to sign us off by introducing a special last bonus segment, aren't you, Matt? I am, yes. This this next segment is all from the Fartlet family that went to Rasselbock, uh, all sharing their experiences of the meetups and the run uh, and what, Fartlek family and, and all that sort of stuff means to them and uh, what a great experience they had. And I'm not even going to sign off with the Kakar because we've got a special Kakar at the end from our Julie, Julie, Julie. Oh. <laughs> Look it. Let's, let's listen to what it's all about. Roll it. Hi, man. It's just Neil here. Uh, Marshall mainly running. Yeah, I'll send you a voice note. I mean, it, it's just I was thinking about it there when I was going to send it over and I was just thinking I wish we'd maybe had the opportunity to have spent six hours together yesterday um, and we maybe could have just recorded it there and then. That that would have been a good idea. Maybe think about that for the next time. Um, but don't worry, I'll send you one over now. How many times do I have to explain myself? Do you know how hard it is to think about recording audio or getting some videos or, or chatting to people when you're trying to run 30 miles around a forest in, in, in Nottingham. Hmm? I explained it. It was too difficult and I forgot. Alright? Get off my back. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm Emily's Money Journey on Instagram. I am from the uh, Milton Keynes in Aylesbury. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about the Rossbot weekend. It was a really good weekend. Um, it was worth the drive at five o'clock in the morning. It was worth the half four a.m. alarm, but never mind. Um, yeah, I just wanted to do four laps, um, and I did four laps because um, to do a half marathon because I've been struggling to do five k um, since London marathon. So yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed meeting people. I speak to a lot of people on Instagram. Um, but not met them up in person because I'm quite shy, quite timid. So it was actually quite nice to meet a lot of people. My name's Paul. I am Fat Lad from Woodhouse on Instagram. Just been at the Rasselbock running event this weekend and it's been such a, an amazing time. Um, I can't express how much or how part of the What the Fart Like podcast family I am. Um, I've never felt it like this before and I just want to say a massive congratulations to everybody who went and and completed it and got their nice medal and to all those that couldn't make it you was missed but let's do it again soon because it was absolutely amazing so yeah that's my little take on it um, but yeah Amazing set of people, amazing set of just incredible people. I can't explain it any more than that. Hello, um, 
just been asked to do a quick review of the race on uh, Sunday at Rasselbock at Sherwood Pine and uh, just to say it was an amazing experience. So I'm David, uh, also known as Dimble underscore runs and it was my first What the Fartlek meet and uh, really enjoyed meeting those on Saturday um, nights beforehand and then uh, enjoying the run on Sunday. A beautiful location, beautiful race and thank you to Rasselbot for putting on such an amazing event and I really encourage you to have a look at their races because a, a lap race is amazing. So um, in particular I want to say a huge shout out to Simon, Jamie, Claire, Karen and Nick um, who I ran with um, and Laura but of course um, that's just a few because there were just so many people on the course wearing our tees, waving and cheering and also to the amazing organisers and marshals on the day. So yeah, join, join in, have fun, um, don't worry about or, you know, your anxieties and just um, enjoy the experience. Thank you and can't wait to meet up again soon. All right lads, uh, Neil here at Marshall underscore mainly underscore running. Um, just to, to come on and say a quick uh, kind of thank you to Erica Rasselbock for putting a great event together at Sherwood Pines, but also um, for you know you lads who put a lot of effort into getting as many people as you could to attend and sign up. Um, it was fantastic meeting up with people that you know you feel like you've known for an eternity, and you know a lot were just meeting for the first time the weekend, but it, it never felt uncomfortable. That reflected into the run itself. Um, you know, showing encouragement for everyone that you ran past and them you um, I spent most of the day running with Matt uh, Dan and JP and Paul for several parts of it but passing Alex and Wayne along the way wish I'd got some audio notes of uh, Matt every time that we kind of took a walk and break and then started running again just so that you could hear audio clips of just exactly what was coming out of his mouth whenever we picked up that running again because quite entertaining Hi, it's Karen, um, busy underscore birdie on Instagram. Um, went to the Rasselback run on Sunday and met loads of the What the Fartlek family. Had a fantastic time. I wanted to do 13 miles half marathon because that was what was on my marathon training plan and ended up doing an extra lap with um, the lovely David, Dimble Runs, who I met for the first time there. Uh, and persuaded him to come around another lap with me and we ended up doing 16 miles so um, yeah really really enjoyed it really great atmosphere really well run event it was great to meet loads um, of the other members of the What the Fartlet family that I feel like I already knew because the amount of times we speak to each other on WhatsApp and things but yeah it was brilliant fantastic also ran round with Dirt Monkey and um, Laura, Laura Blackwell so yeah, it, it was lovely to meet loads of new people um, and chat to loads of new people and yeah, can't wait to do it all again. I'm Kyla and on Instagram I am Kyla88C, I'm from Milton Keynes. I took part in the Rasselbock event in Sherwood Forest with the What the Fartlek team this weekend. Um, it was amazing, had a fantastic time, um, the team were so supportive and it was just yeah a whole weekend of laughter everything came together perfectly we had good weather um, and I love that it was a looped event I love that you got to see different people each time you go around and everyone was just so supportive um, 
I did four laps, which was 14 miles and managed my first half marathon. So I was over the moon. Um, but yeah, the highlight for me, it was just being around the team. It was a fantastic weekend. Um, and yeah, just had the best time ever. Hey, it's Lindsay at This Lynn's Runs. Um, I was planning on two laps um, just because I'm coming back from injury, trying to not go mad, training for a Manchester Marathon. I ended up doing four, super, super slow, but um, yeah, pretty happy with that. So just getting the miles on my legs. I was actually terrified going this weekend, um, meeting new people, especially established friendships, but genuinely felt like I'd always been part of the family and yeah, it was just the best weekend. Highly recommend it. And anyone who's worried about going to meet you guys, just don't be. Um, you'll feel like you've known everyone forever. Um, big shout out actually for me to Paul for running his first half marathon. Um, he was definitely doubting himself and he absolutely smashed it out of the park and I was proper chuffed for him. So um, yeah, that's my big shout out. Um, yeah, couldn't, couldn't have been better. Just the best weekend. Hi, it's Nick, DirtMonkey73 on Insta. I was only planning on doing two laps at Rasselbock and I ended up managing four. And that was also my favorite moment of the day because I looked at my watch at the end of it and I'd managed to do over 24 kilometers, which is a new personal best for me in terms of mileage. So that was fantastic. I'd like to say thanks to the lovely David, Laura, Jamie and Karen for uh, running with me on those laps and getting me through it because uh, I wouldn't have done it otherwise. It was really, really brilliant to see so many people in real life and uh, the running was brilliant, even though everything hurts now. And uh, the night was excellent as well. So thank you to all that were in the Brewers' Fair um, getting drunk with me and apologies to the bar staff for uh, my rendition of various boy band songs that went on and on and on. Looking forward to the next meetup. Hopefully it will be very soon. Hi, my name's Kathy, and um, my Instagram handle is sunflowers underscore turtles underscore stars. And I did the Russell Buck event with the What the Fartlek family on the weekend on Sunday, the 16th of January. And it was amazing. The course was hard, um, a bit hillier than what I thought. I was hoping to do 10 laps, but I finished with eight. And yeah, that's great. The medal was amazing. Um, Eric was super great race director and an absolute amazing um, event put on just stellar absolutely great really 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 impressed with um, the event and the marshals were amazing um, shout out to Julie 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 and Derek who we road tripped up together which made the drive up really good because we drove from London and then um, great Saturday evening meeting the What the Fartleg folks and fa community members and it was really fun, it was really no. I was nervous, it was so nerve wracking to start with but I've met some amazing people um, and it was just an absolutely amazing weekend and I don't think I can say amazing any more than what I already have because it goes down in the history books as a brilliant weekend and probably one of the best I've had specifically for a running event away. Um, so yeah, massive thanks to Julie and Derek and 
everyone else that I saw on the course. Uh, Gavin was great. He's from um, Run With Gav. And um, they do the Run Bright clothing. And uh, Jess and Scott. Uh, so many people. Donna at the end. I got the best hug from Donna. It was amazing. Thank you. And I really needed that after the eight laps. So thank you so much. And it was just really, really special. It was just a fantastic weekend to meet everybody. So thanks for having a meetup. And thanks to Eric from Russellback for such a superb event. And I look forward to more in the future. Hi, everybody. It's Simon here. Simon Runner from Instagram. I made the journey up from Wiltshire with Finzi, this this Finz runs on Instagram, who we'd never met before and we were both quite apprehensive about me and everybody. But I loved every minute of the weekend. Everyone in the Firelet family was so friendly and I was made to feel so welcomed by them all. I completed five laps running with David, Jamie, Vicky and Kyla. Um, the best experience for me was running with Kyla when she completed her first half marathon. It was a great moment and it was fantastic to see the, the joy and elation that she felt from that. Another highlight of the weekend for me was actually meeting Matt, as it's not often I get to meet someone who's shorter than me. Uh, I had a fantastic weekend and I can't wait to see everyone again at Manchester Marathon. Hi, it's Alex here. Um, Insta name is Alron underscore one and I'm from Huddersfield. With the Rasselbock event, I planned on doing six laps of the course, which would have equaled 20 miles. Um, but I did actually end up completing eight laps, which took me just over marathon distance uh, to 27 miles. I ran with so many of the What The Fart Like group. Um, so there's probably more people um, to shout out, but especially to Wayne, who got me through the last two laps, the last 10K decided that we wanted to go for the marathon and uh, we got each other through it couldn't have done it without you guys um everyone who was there it was amazing to meet you guys and um the best part of it was just all of it the run was brilliant the time with you guys was brilliant and uh, can't wait to do it all again hiya it's mac paul from the core team i wanted to just come on and say one absolutely brilliant time it was at the wrestlebot running at the weekend absolutely amazing day my aim on the day was six laps. I started off doing a few laps with Neil, Dan, JP and our very own Matty Owls. Then did a lap with Ed and Rose and one with Paul Griffiths as well. So I got my six laps in total. But the main thing about the day was for me, it wasn't about the distance for me. It was about seeing Liz of Fartlek from the members, chatting to people, having a great time. And the atmosphere was amazing. Everyone was so supportive. And it was great seeing all the Fartlek family t-shirts dotted around the course. Absolutely brilliant day. And it was nice as well being able to have a few pints with the, all the guys after in the pub. So absolutely burned in. I can't wait for more Fartlek family meetups because you guys are all uh, amazing, so I look forward to meeting more of you in the future. Well done, everyone. Hi, my name is Chris, also known as Disbot Run and Metal Munchers. I'm from Nottingham, and I ran the Russellbock Pines run on Sunday. Um, I was hoping to get 50k with all my training going completely out the window. I was just hoping to get at least eight or nine laps to try and hit my personal best and maybe a marathon. Um, when I first got there, I was so nervous about what I had to do, the run and everything. I didn't really meet many people, but along the run, I got so much support 
loads of people give me tons and tons of support at the A station. Uh, I did get a chance to bump into a few fartlackers and they were just all so lovely. Really, really good community. Great spirit. Um, I ran the first few laps with Rosa and Warren and then had to do the last three on my own and it was just the hardest run I've ever done and the hardest thing ever. But turning the corner on the last lap to see everyone cheering me and everyone bringing me home will stay in my heart forever. It was just one of my highest, highest highlights of my running career ever. So thanks guys. Hello Rob, hello Matthew and hello to the Firelight family. It's JP here, so that's JP Runs Free on the old Instagram. And I just wanted to feed back on the Rasselbock event from the weekend. So the event itself was an overwhelming success. Um, it was great to see so many familiar faces and also to meet some new people. And uh, yeah, the route itself was really picturesque. And uh, to do nine laps personally was a really big achievement. So to complete my first ultra was a personal milestone. Um, it was really great to be able to run with uh, three really good pals. So uh, little Matthew, um, Neil and Dan uh, deserve a, a shout out. We managed to drag each other through uh, really well, which was brilliant. And uh, we didn't even have to sing the Backstreet Boys too many times, but um, but the newly formed Band of Brothers is going to roll on to Pendle Way in a day in two weeks on Saturday, which in itself is a bit of a daunting prospect, but uh, but I'm a lot more confident after after what I did at the weekend. Um, yeah, so bring on the next Rasselbach event and definitely bring on the next uh, Fight Lake Family meetup. So yeah, that's, uh, that's my bit of feedback for you. Uh, peace. Thank you to the amazing Fartlek family for an absolutely incredible weekend. Honestly, Rob and Matt, what you've put together is just, I can't even put it into words. So gutted that Rob couldn't be there this weekend um, and Sammy. Um, but we really, really missed you, Rob, and we can't wait to see you at the next one. It was just awesome. Honestly, you guys, the community you've created, you can't even describe it. There were so many of us rocking our Fartlek family t-shirts yesterday. It was just awesome. Um, yeah, I was hoping to run for the whole six hours and I did. I had 50 seconds to spare to cross that finish line to a big chorus of Julie, 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 ah, which I will never, ever, ever get tired of. You guys, how could I not love you all when you've given me my own thing tune? I've never had one of them before. I feel very blessed and very honoured and thank you so much for welcoming me into your family. Ta-ta!